astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome to episode one of the Mom and Me podcast. I am your host, Kate Wind, and I am joined by my mom, Mary Swick. Can you believe it? I oh know. my gosh. Episode hello, one. hello, everyone. <laughs> episode one. So we thought, why don't we kick off episode one with a topic that everyone can relate to? We are assuming, I'll say 90%, I would think, of our listeners have gone through. Yes, the, I would think so. Their Saturn return. Mm-hmm. And, and what is that, Kate? Right. So the Saturn uh, return is when Saturn um, gets back to the same spot that it was when you were born. Mm-hmm. So this happens between the age of 27 and 29. Right. So right now, if you're listening and um, you're about to turn you know, 27 to 29, your Saturn is most likely in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So we would right. Know that. Yes. So... When we talk about Saturn return, maybe you've heard this term, maybe you haven't, but 27 to 29 usually suggests some pretty large structural shifts in your life. Absolutely. If you're meeting someone, uh, if you have friends that are 27, 28, if you have an older sibling that's that age, they're making some significant pivot, yeah. pivotal decisions in their life. Yeah, I mean, big things, not just like, oh, I took, you know, a new retail job. I mean, these are things like people are getting married, people are getting divorced, people are moving. Things, a decision that changes, really changes every aspect of your life. Right. Yeah. Could affect your home, could affect your job, could affect your name. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's, It's a fun one to watch because... Most of the 27, 29-year-olds aren't expecting what's going to happen. They no. really don't have a clue. No. No, absolutely. You know, and I mean, I remember back, you know, you just don't know. You're bopping along in your life and thinking, okay, this is the way my life is. Then you hit that two-year period, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Big shifts. Big shifts. So they said that when Saturn returns, it's kind of, it signifies the end of your youth and the beginning of your adult life. Isn't that interesting? That's you know, everyone thinks 21 right. is the age. Oh, I'm an adult now. I, and sometimes I share it with clients. Say, you know, 28 is actually considered now you're the adult. And it's interesting because it it really represents pulling away from family, mm-hmm. which many of us have left the house before 27. But this actually separating and doing my own thing, make my own decisions, and oftentimes in conflict even with how they have been raised. Yeah, well, and I think there's a part of the brain that is also either finishing developing well, at that right. time, oh, like yeah. the frontal, yes. I'm not, don't yeah. quote me on that. But yeah, I there is think, a part of the brain, you're absolutely right, that is true. Yeah, so no longer being dictated by parents, possibly, you know, we talked about like the home culture, so it's just kind of a natural progression that if you get married at that time, if you move at that time, right, you're starting your own traditions. Yeah. You're starting your own 
Go ahead. It's a nice breakaway. That's yes. a, those are nice breakaway. So I'm getting married. Oh, I'm gonna. I got a job someplace else. I'm gonna move to the big city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you're listening, think about those ages. You know, 28 is usually the age we look at, but some people, right? Are there? There's some early birds. There's some early birds that started at 27. Yep. So that's why we're looking 27 to 29. What major shift did you go through at that time? And we'll talk about it into the podcast, but. Most people will experience this twice in their life. Right, Saturn 28 be... plus 28 be 56. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what we like to do is we like to look at, you know, either celebrities or people that everyone might know just to kind of drive this point home. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. Our, the first person we're going to talk about is Trevor Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comedian, right? He's, he's a comedian. Um, so he was born in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he's kind of gotten to politics now, but... Yes, I, I would, you know, he makes political comments, makes that's political for sure. That's okay, yeah. So in 2011, when he was 27 years old, mm-hmm. he relocated to the United States. Major. Huge. Huge, <laughs> right? I mean, we can't, I can't even imagine how that affected his life. But he was a comedian in South Africa, as I understand. So okay. it's not that he came here and became a comedian. He was a comedian, but obviously felt, I don't know what the rationing was, but he felt that it was time for him to move on. Yeah. Well, I think he was the first um, South African stand-up comedian to appear on The Tonight Show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was. And I think it went on right to uh, the other show, too. Was it Letterman? Oh, yeah. Letterman, Late I night. think, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, that's just like, again, you can you can look up your fa- your favorite celebrity, right? You can Google Britney Spears. Wikipedia. You can just go to Wikipedia. <laughs> find them in Wikipedia and look at that timeline they have of their lives. And you'll see around that time period, 27 to 29, people make big splashes. There are things that you can say factually. Oh, she's moved. Yes. She's engaged. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I went to therapy and worked on myself. Yeah, right, (laughs) or some vague thing of, oh, yeah, they're taking a few classes, they're kind of considering something. No, there's there's more force behind it. Yeah, yeah, and even if it was, like, something that you're thinking, oh, I made that change at that time, but I'm not doing that right now. Maybe, mm-hmm. at, at, you know, like as you're listening, you're thinking, okay, but I'm not in that marriage anymore. Or I'm not in that job anymore. That it should have provided some sort of structure at that point that you either relate back to or still you you use as like, oh, it was that job that got me where I am now. Or it was that relationship that changed my standards and put me in the relationship that I'm in now. Like, even if you don't, aren't still in that position, it should be a talking point or a, a gauge maybe. You know what, that is such a good point that you bring up because, yes, could people make mistakes at 27, 28? They may call it a mistake. Oh, I got married. I shouldn't have gotten married. Right. Uh, Maybe they got divorced by the time they were 35 already. No, it's, yeah, it's not, it's an, it's it's an evolution. Yes. You're growing, you're pulling away. Sometimes you have to pull away from something. Yeah. To then, okay, fall into something that's not perfect, then to find out, oh, this is who I am. Yeah, it should be like a pivotal decision that you think that's, I'm here now because of that. Yes. Even though it might look very different at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. It was was a necessary, I do, and and we kind of practice no-fault astrology, don't we? Do you agree with that? No-fault astrology, Mm -hmm. meaning that um, everything does kind of happen. Is it ideal? Is it perfect always? No, but is it part of your story? 
Well, yeah, you have to live the energy out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So to get a little bit more specific, now this is something that you would have to book a consultation for. Yes. Um, would be to look at your natal Saturn, where mm -hmm. it's positioned, what degree it's at, right. to maybe, then we could start making some predictions about how you might live that energy out. Isn't okay. that amazing? Okay, so this is kind of wild when we look at Trevor Noah. Again, we're Trevor using Noah. him as an example, um, thinking that, you know. We could we could stop the conversation right there. It's, it's Trevor Noah, he made pivotal change. He moved to the United States, 27, 29. Okay, great. He qualified. He did his thing. Absolutely. But you can look at the chart, go back to the natal chart, look at the placement of Saturn, what degree, what sign it's in, and then learn out, oh, this is what he's what his motivations are. This is what his life themes are and how it ties in. You can see it. Yeah, so when we talk about natal Saturn, that's where his Saturn was when he was born. He'll have this theme his entire life. Yes, yes, but it's we a do promise. Say, yeah, but we do say when it's activated, so the, the idea of Saturn coming back and activating that natal Saturn, <clears throat> sorry, um, then it's like being amplified. Mm-hmm. But again, he always has this, so it's not like yeah. it just came out for the first time um, at the return, but his natal Saturn's all about being an outsider, an outsider being able like in a to, minority yeah being able to relate to the minority uh, oh my gosh um maybe uh, he has a huge thing too about smiling in this degree you know, you know what? being an inspiration and that degree i'm always i'm when i talk with clients and they have this in their chart and i say you must have a great smile because oh, yeah. i i do most of my clients blind i don't actually meet to them face to face I, right. you must have a great smile and he has it and he does have he a great does. smile yeah, so, so is that possible that his Saturn sits at a degree that says he will open doors just by smiling? Oh, yeah. Open doors to people, open opportunity for other people, welcoming them in. Yeah. Very interesting. He does have a great smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this degree also has to do with, you know, when I see this in people's charts, I say that you kind of see yourself in a battle, that your yeah. whole life you're fighting for... Mm -hmm. something right you know and so obvious with trevor so obvious with him yeah and you know he he was a he was a biracial baby yeah. right and he has a very fascinating storyline of how they hired had to hire a black woman to come in to take him to the parks otherwise his mother his white mother would get arrested yes so that whole thing of the inequities that idea of freeing people sensing they're imprisoned sensing that people are imprisoned yeah you've got a very high consciousness of that Absolutely. It's comedy. And we talk about these degrees, how, you know, they're themes, but you might live them differently throughout your life. Yes. So when I'm talking to clients about natal themes, I talk about this is, you know, as a child, you might have experienced these things, mm -hmm. the feeling, the sense of imprisonment, where when you get older, you might fight for those things. Very, or yeah. you might oh. create your life work yeah. around them. Going from passively experiencing something to actively now, proactively. Exactly. Yeah, that we grow with the energies. So that was his. That was part of his path. It is his life. It is his life, and that's the cool part I think of astrology that you can say, okay, you made something big move here, twenty seven, twenty nine, did some ba major change in your life, but now you can go into, oh, and these yeah, are your themes, right? But think about the change that he made at twenty seven. Or twenty seven, you know, his natal Saturn's about relating to the minority. Yeah. Right. And we don't just mean color with that. We just mean like the voice maybe that's not heard, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at 27, then he moves to another country. 
where he where, is the minority. Where he is, you know, I'm Again. South African, right? He, but he feels very comfortable because of that degree in that situation. Whereas we That's might true. think, oh. oh, at 27, if I move to South Africa or if I move, move somewhere... I might not, oh. you know, but that's his lifelong degree oh, that he right. relates to. Yes. He feels comfortable He's being comfortable. an outsider. Yes. Oh my God. That's a, again, great point to clarify. Yeah. So someone totally different. And totally again, we different. just picked celebrities that we think, you know, people are going to know I want know a the young names. one and an older one. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Someone out there from my generation Perfect. that so, might know. But I think the young generation knows Cher as well. Absolutely. Right. So at 27. <laughs> Cher. Right? She started yeah. a television career. Absolutely. It was very strong. And right after that, within a year, she got uh, divorced from Sonny Bono. Yeah. So, you know, and then she had to launch herself. Right? And that's As an individual. That's the disruptive part of Saturn sometimes because it can cause you to kind of extract you from the tribe, from the circle of people you're with. Yeah. And kinda, it's kind of like someone tapping you on the shoulder and e- escorting you out of the room. Yeah. You know, oh, you're going in a different direction than everybody else here. Yeah, that's true. And she had to brand herself. Yeah. But just even that, that's a fact. She's on TV. She's on TV. Well, and so when we look at her natal Saturn. Yes. One, her natal Saturn's all about being ahead of her time. Well, okay. okay that's, that's very true. I mean, I live that. She was out there. Yeah. Um, she has, it's a. It's about like loud voices that catch the ear. Yeah. Okay. Well, so she did that, making oneself heard. That dropping inhibitions is the part. Again, these are words that we're pulling from her chart, where her natal Saturn is. Says her lifelong task, if you want to think of it as an assignment, a spiritual assignment, is to go out and drop your inhibitions. Yeah. You know, have a loud voice. Catch, catch the ear and eye of people around you. Right. We're not all being asked to do that. No. <laughs> right? No. no. Um, also, the, the last thing I'll just bring up about her Saturn, and again, we can see this throughout her career, is not acting or looking your age. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a time traveler. She is a time traveler. For her looks. Yeah. And may I ask you also, you know, she kind of can pull off a real... I went to her, sh- her show at Las Vegas. Uh, again, it's probably been seven years ago. She had like umpteen costume changes yeah. and she went from different eras like she's a great Cleopatra oh, yeah. you know what I mean she just flip over to different genres and different t- historical time periods and she pulls it off pulls them that's, off that's isn't that crazy that goes back I can read that in an astrology chart right I mean that always short circuits me a little bit well that's living that. out on a very grand scheme if we saw this just in someone else's chart you know it could be you know someone that's older that you know they they wear little dresses and bows in their hair all the time, right? And that they're older. Like, yeah, we've oh, seen this happen on oh, very the, yeah. mundane, smaller. People, anyone with this generally has a great closet, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Lots of different clothes. Oh, there's my Western outfit. You know, there's my 50s, foreign 50s outfit. You know, they time travel in their closets. Again, that's a average way. But Sherry got a sage. Yeah. And, do, and then she's gone through her second Saturn return. She did. Did we, did we look up to see what she did at her um, seconds? Yeah, this is where she had that big, her, her, remember she's got a joke with her. She's had a couple of farewell things. Oh, yeah. This was the final, the farewell the tour. Final, That's final. what she did at 56. Okay. So, of course, she earned mega bucks for doing it, set some records, I believe. But 250 exit, million. And that's, that is classic astrology. 
again, let's go back to that 27, 28, moving into the adult phase. Yep. Age 56 is ushering you out. Okay. You're not in the high stream. You're not the go-getter anymore. Now you're putting more focus on 56 on, more onto your spiritual life. Okay. What's most important to you? Okay. Uh, let's say soul development. It's a little bit deep, but... Uh, well, I have something. I have something kind of controversial that I want to bring up, but I'm curious oh. before we go to that. Okay. So just, I'll throw in my. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Now. So at 27, 28, I got a divorce. Oh yeah. Right? right. I know you got a divorce too at that age. Yeah. So yeah. just to reiterate, kind of what you said about that, 56 is ushering you out because that doesn't mean you're going to retire. No. But why don't okay. you share what you went through with your uh, second Saturn return? That was fabulous, uh, actually, in hindsight, to look at it, because it was right at 56 that I became aware. Remember I said earlier in my introduction um, that I did a lot of feng shui at one point, and at that point I realized the feng shui wasn't working as well. I could see the numbers were dropping, it was losing its whatever, and uh, I thought, hmm, what am I going to do? And so I terminated a lot of advertising, promotional contracts I had, cut my money, and, uh, of course, I put the focus on back on astrology. Yeah. I left, I got, I was on the track of astrology, yeah. then I got pulled away by the lure of feng shui, yeah. and then when that hit 56, pulled me back to astrology. Yeah. And I put all my efforts back into astrology, and it just happened to coincide with the big uh, market crashes. In the, 2008. In 2008, uh, and it was great timing, yeah. because people were very interested in astrology again. Right. That so, just happened. It was to, that was very internal. Except I had to end contracts. I had to wrestle with people to get out of contracts. But that's Saturn structure, and, rules, guidelines. Right, and it pulled me back. And I, that's why I do believe my life story says astrology is very important to me. Yeah, yeah. So, so fifty six doesn't mean retirement, but it might put you. It yeah. resets your priorities. Yeah. Resets your priorities. Yeah. And yes, it's possible people can change careers, reinvent themselves. They can get divorced at 56. We know that. Absolutely. You know, there's also, they can move all of a sudden. But if, yeah, if, if you lived a classic story, mm -hmm. the classic storyline would be what we shared before. So, right. so when we're talking about this 27 to 29, I don't know if you've heard like the myth of the 27 club. 27 club. <laughs> right. Oh. So it's that there's a statistical spike of deaths um, of musicians at the age of 27. Oh, I have heard that. Okay. I have heard that. That's right. Uh, Jim Morrison, I think. I think it started actually in the 60s, maybe, yeah. or se early 70s. That a bunch of them, not a bunch, several key yeah. musicians died at 27. So if you look into it, they do say that they you know, actually can't put a lot of proof behind this, that there is all sorts right. of ages that, you know, are high for people to die. But it right. is interesting that, you know, there's a 27 club. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, if you look into it on Wikipedia, this is mentioned in a lot of music. This is mentioned in cartoons. This is mentioned in some video games. Mm -hmm. So out of all of them, this is the one that stuck. So again, even though if you wanted to try to disprove this, it's, it's possible. 27 is still a very, very high number that musicians and actors die at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems to be, particularly with people who perform, yes. and that have a lot of, I don't want to say crazy energy, but wild, youthful energy. Yes. Right? Yeah. So they say it's a culture phenomenon that just documenting these deaths of celebrities. And some of them are known for some pretty, kind of like you said, high-risk lifestyles. Yeah. So yeah. you had mentioned Jim Morrison. 
Yeah, yeah. The Doors, exactly. Yeah, he. I mean, they, these were you know these were really cool people. You know, that the, the young people all looked up to. Yeah. So it does fit on some weird way, doesn't it? It fits that template of moving from youth. Yeah. It's the portal. It's the if we want to talk really spiritual. Twenty-seven could be a portal from youth stepping into adulthood. Yeah. So just to name a few other celebrities, mm-hmm. you know, because Jim Morrison, I feel like might be very dated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, <laughs> but the we doors could, were great. But Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Um, Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heath Ledger. Oh. That played oh. I know he's not a musician, oh. but he's another. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah exactly. Celebrity. Um, Avicii. Hmm. There's some okay. conspiracy theories around that one as well, but you know, just yeah. And I could I'd go back to the '60s: Janis Joplin, Jimi okay. Hendrix, uh, Brian Jones. Okay. These were big, yeah. big stars checking out at 27. So you know, when you call it a portal, is it possible? You know, and I don't want to speak poorly about the dead, but is it possible that you know they departed because they weren't ready to move to that next? phase yeah. that of adulthood well think of it they die and and the, all the pictures you know of janice joplin show her at 27 you know 27 youth right you know These celebrities that die young will always stay young always in stay their young fame. yeah in their fame you look them at wikipedia and they're out they're all kids basically in their 20s you know right it is it's kind of an odd thing there but i i just like the i like the metaphor there of it is a portal you're stepping through. So it's not, sometimes it's very challenging. It's not easy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, that age. Because you're making big decisions. Big decisions. Moving in together, moving out, packing your stuff, oh. moving to another state. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, reinventing yourself on many levels. So it's, it's really, it's a very magical age. Yeah. Very magical. That, that word adulting. Adulting, adulting. <laughs> I like working with with clients at that twenty seven to twenty nine range because they just they they have on some level they're a little clueless about how significant this choice is. Right. Yeah, but even if right, even if you're not aware, it still does happen. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't oh, have yeah. to be aware of it for. Oh it yeah, to I'm sure there's thirty four year olds that are listening, going, "Oh my God, I right. did that! I didn't even realize that's what what, what this was all about." Yeah. 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 So again, this is something that everyone can apply. What happened 27 to 29, you can look at your second Saturn return if you've, if you've hit that as well. Um, you can ask your parents. Absolutely. You can ask your Friends. grandparents. I mean, you know, there's just tons of people around who all have stories about how their life changed 27 to 29. Right. All because of Saturn. All, it's all <laughs> Saturn's work. But if you have your chart done, you can learn a little bit more about almost, okay, does this sound true? Is this move I'm going to make resonating? Trevor, Noah, a minority, attract, being, being a minority, aware of minority. And then he chooses to, you know. Feeling comfortable in situations where he's the he outsider. Is, yeah, it's going to put him deeper into that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very Perfect. fascinating. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on our first episode. We yeah, definitely look forward excitement. to bringing you more um, content about astrology, feng shui, and tarot. So thank you for coming along on our journey. Thank you. We, I, I, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing me along on this journey. Yeah, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye. 
Oh, and one more thing before I go. We have a new program called Episode Enhancements. So if you were listening to today's talk on Saturn and thought, I'm not quite ready to have my natal chart done yet, but I'd love to know what my Saturn is all about. Head over to my website at thekatewind.com click on my store and then click on episode enhancements. These are easy purchases that correlate to some of our episodes to provide you even a deeper understanding about your own chart. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.